we bless you tonight and we praise you. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be in your house tonight, God. Oh, you are a good God and you have been good to us so far, Lord Jesus. And so we come into your house tonight expecting, Lord, expecting to hear from you, expecting to receive from you. And so, Lord, now as we enter into worship, Lord, and we lift our voices unto you, God, may you be glorified and you lifted in this place in your precious name. Amen. Let's worship. Father, I desire to see the beauty of your Son. And Jesus, I want to be closer. Oh, with you where you are. Sing with you where you are. Oh, with you where you are. Oh, Jesus, let me see your eyes. Let me feel your embrace. Let me feel you all around me. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, let me see your eyes. Let me feel your embrace. Let me feel you all around me, yeah, yeah. Come on, clap, guys, dance, worshipers tonight. Sing, I was made, I was made for, 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 I was made for love. Oh, I was made, I was.
Shout, hey! 
sing out loud, oh, so holy. Sing in the Holy Ghost, just begin to sing in the Holy Spirit. Lift up your voices right now. Oh, just tell Him how much you love Him, Lord. We love you. Oh, Lord. Yes, Lord. You are. You are. You, 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 Lord. Oh, we worship you. Oh, we worship you.
we sing that he loves me you love me yes he does you love me oh you love me yes he does yes he does you love me 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 and so i love you i love you i love you i love you lord i love you i love you i love you hallelujah come on and worship him Come on with your own words, just worship Him. Oh, let the abundance of your heart begin to sing right now. you in this place, O oh Lord God. Just come, just come. Fill this place, Lord, with your presence, Lord. We pursue your presence, O oh God, tonight. We pursue who you are tonight. We run to you, Lord. Hallelujah.
attitude of worship. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask my wife, Minister Lani, to pray over you. You know, you don't have to join hands right now, but just just be, remain in that attitude of worship as she prays over all of you. Amen. Hallelujah. Minister Lani, would you pray? Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you, O God. Father God, you're mighty, Lord God. You're awesome, O God. Father God, and I thank you, O Jesus, that every perfect gift, O God, comes from you, Lord, and I thank you, Father God, for my brothers and sisters, oh God, of Casey Wasilla, Lord Jesus. Father God, gifts, oh God, to this church, to this body, oh God, to one another, oh God. Father God, I pray, oh God, a blessing over them, oh God. Oh, Father God, your word says, oh God, in Psalm 139, oh God, that they were fearfully, oh God, and wonderfully made, oh God, that you knitted them, oh God, in their mother's womb, oh God. So, Father God, I thank you, Lord. Pour your spirit upon them, oh God. Oh, Father God, I thank you, Lord, for this mighty army, oh God, that you're raising up, oh God. Oh, Father God, Lord Jesus, I thank you, Father God. Oh God, as they cry out to you, Lord God. Father God, and worship you, Jesus. Oh God, bless them, Lord. Father, fill them, oh God, with your spirit, oh God. Transform them and mold them, oh God. You're the potter and they are the clay, oh God. And I thank you that you have a purpose and a plan and a destiny, oh God, for each one of them, oh God. Father, that you, you've given them gifts, oh God. Father, thank you, Lord. Bless them, oh God. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah. And all the saints said, amen, hallelujah. Come on. Give the Lord a big clap offering right now. Come on and give a shout out to the Lord. Come on and give a shout out to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Would you greet one another in the name of God, the Lord, and let the person know that you're blessed that they're in God's house with you tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. As you're greeting, the children are going to stay in the sanctuary, but... The youth department is upstairs. They are launching their uh, discipleship program tonight, but children will be in the sanctuary, so uh, no children's ministry tonight. Amen.
Well, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Micah and the worship team. Amen. As you find your way back to your seat, a couple of announcements I want to go over with you before we take our evening tithes and offerings. Amen. It is good to see you in the house of the Lord tonight. I'm wondering, do we have any first-time visitors here with us tonight? If we have any first-time visitors with us, would you raise your hand? Amen. One right here, gentlemen. We're glad to have you. Let's give our visitors a, a hand of appreciation tonight. Amen. Let's give our visitors a hand of appreciation tonight. Amen. All right. And on three, one, two, three. God bless you. Amen. If you would, if you'll take the opportunity to fill out that that card that they gave you and drop it in the offering bucket here in just a few moments, that'll be great. I bring you greetings tonight from our pastor, Pastor Daniel Bracken and Pastor Karen Bracken and family. They are enjoying themselves in Florida. They will be back on Saturday, so they'll be with us in services. All three of our services on Sunday, Sunday morning here, Sunday afternoon Anchorage, and Sunday evening here. And uh, so they're looking forward to getting back. They have had a great time and are still enjoying their time. But uh, Pastor Daniel was telling me this morning he's, uh, he's looking forward to coming back uh, and, and being back here with uh, his family here. So uh, he sends his blessings. A couple of announcements I want to make you aware of really quick. Again, we want to, we want to make you aware of and remind you of early morning prayer. Uh, every, mo- every Monday through Friday, 5.30 a.m. to 6.30 a.m., we have prayer here in the sanctuary. And uh, we've been having some awesome prayer time, awesome prayer time here in the mornings. And uh, I just encourage you to come and be a part of that. And uh, we do, I think Monday we were not able to, to stream it live, but I know this morning it was streamed live on our Ustream. So if you can't make it and you want to you go to our website, uh, kcalaska.com, Click on the Ustream, then you can be a part of our prayer service. But that's good, but it's not as good as being here in the house of the Lord with us. So let me encourage you to come out and, uh, and be a part of that. And, of course, as I said, we're glad that you're here tonight. A couple of uh, real quick announcements of some things coming up. Our, our outreach ministry for children in the community, and actually all fam- families in the community, uh, we call it our pumpkin patch, will be Saturday, October 30th from 5 to 7 p.m., at the Menard Sports Complex in Wasilla, and we need your help. Uh, we've had a lot of people respond and sign up, but we will always take more people, more volunteers, more helpers. Uh, if there's uh, more of us, then it makes it easier. Uh, so you can volunteer, you can sign up. There's a sign-up sheet um, at the iDesk, and if there isn't, we can make one real quick. And also, if when you go to the store, if you pick up an extra bag of candy and bring it and drop it in our candy um, drop back there for the pumpkin patch. That would be great. That will really help us out. And also uh, continue just to be in prayer for all the ministries of the church here, our life groups. Uh, we, are, we are so thankful for our life group leaders and all that they do. And if you need to know more about life groups, you can see uh, uh, myself um, or Grace or Leila is not here tonight. In fact, when you, if you get a chance, uh, today is Leila, Sister Leila Clark and her husband's 35th wedding anniversary. So, amen. 
So uh, if you get a chance to, uh, if you know her, give her a call and uh, uh, wish her. Uh, I'm sorry? Oh, Tina's birthday? Well, we're going to sing happy birthday to Tina, okay? So everybody join with me. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Tina. Happy birthday to you. Give her a hand clap. Amen. Amen. But please be in prayer for all the ministries that take place here at KC. And uh, I tell you, God is just doing amazing things. He is doing amazing things. We're going to give you an opportunity to... uh, to give tonight in your tithes and offerings. So if you need an envelope, if you'd raise your hand, our ushers will come and, and pass that out. And, and while they're doing that, I want to share a little teaching real quick on why we give. How many of you know that God is a giver? God is a giver. He is, and I'll prove it to you from Scripture. God gives lovingly. We all know the verse, John 3:16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. That right there proves that God is a loving giver. He gives lovingly to His people. God gives sacrificially. Mark chapter 10, verse 45 says this, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give His life a ransom for many. So God not only gives lovingly, He gives sacrificially, and God gives willingly. Romans 8.32 says, He who did not spare His own Son, but delivered Him up for us all, how shall He not with Him also freely give us all things? Well, church, if God is a giver, and He is our example, then how can we do any less? We need to give. Because we know that if when we give into the storehouse that is here, we know that, that God will not only open the windows of heaven, as we've already talked about in previous, and pour out a blessing we can't contain, but because the storehouse is full, then the ministry can go forth. Lives can be touched. People can be impacted with the gospel. So we want to give you an opportunity tonight, and, and as you give tonight, uh, make out your check. If you're making out a check, make it out to KC. And as you give tonight, our native dance team is going to come and, uh, and, and bless us again. So... Uh, Pat, I'll let you come take care of this, if you would. And uh, ushers, come on down. Amen. Let's pray over the offering tonight. Father God, what a privilege it is to be in your house. What a privilege it is, Lord God, to give back to you. Lord, we are so grateful. Where would we be, Lord Jesus, if you had not freely given God, where would we be? What state would we be in if, if you were not a loving giver, if you had not given lovingly, sacrificially, and willingly to us? So, Lord, tonight we give back to you. We willingly give back to sow into your kingdom, Lord God, and to sow into the work that you're doing here through us, Lord. And we thank you and we praise you tonight. Bless those that give. And, Lord, bless those that don't have to give, that they may gain opportunity so that the next time we're together they can give. In your name, amen. When the wind of the Spirit blows, warrior, come on and ride the wind. 
thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Carol and the dance team. What a blessing. Amen. Amen. Go ahead and stand up if you would, please. We're not trying to do calisthenics, but we have been blessed with the ministry of Pastor Robert and Minister Lonnie Sahagun. Did I get it right? All right. Uh, They have been here with us, and I tell you, we had a great time. Uh, If you were here Sunday night, oh, wow. Um, So we we have been so blessed to have them here with us. And um, I know that he wouldn't want me to do this, but as he comes to minister tonight, would you put your hands together in honor of Pastor Robert? Amen. Hallelujah. You know what? Could my wife come? For those of you that uh, haven't met my wife, this is uh, Minister Lani, and uh, she's my lovely wife. This is her first time to uh, Alaska, my sixth time. And um, I'm just uh, so glad she's with me on this trip. It's so awesome. Could you welcome her, please? Hallelujah. I just really thank God that I'm with all of you at this time. And just want to just say that I just feel right at home being with you all, my brothers and sisters. And Alaska is beautiful. God, it is so beautiful. And I just thank God. Love you all. And thank you, Pastor Daniel and Pastor Karen, again, for giving us the opportunity to be with your, your great congregation. God bless you all. Amen and amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. You know, we, we uh, of course, we live in Hawaii, and, you know, we, we have a lot of tourists that come, and, and, you know, God bless them. You know, they take pictures of everything, you know, and, and, and in my in the past, growing up, and I used to think, why are you taking a picture of the coconut? You know, like, <laughs> but coming to Alaska, my wife and I, we, we pretty much burned the camera, like, whoa, take a picture, and poor, poor uh, uh, Reverend Barry and his wife uh, took us, and we were just taking pictures of everything, and I know he was bearing with us, <laughs> taking pictures of everything, oh, look at that, you know, look at that, Judge not, lest ye be judged. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. I am so, I'm so, you know, I am so, listen, I'm going to, we're going to be leaving in the next couple of days. And it was our, my last time um, from this trip to be ministering. But let me, let me truthfully say this. And from, from the, um, between my wife and I, from, from our hearts, we are truly expecting something awesome. You know, you probably hear this every time, right? But I'm serious. Um, there's something happening when you begin to just, when I, as I listen to most of you, this God is just putting things together, and He always has been, but there's such a clearer, more defined uh, uh, thing that He's doing, and, and, and it would be f- I would be crazy to doubt that we are soon going to hit some great and supernatural, miraculous thing that's going to happen. I'll be out of my mind to not believe that. It is almost as if, this the picture that I got this morning, and I was trying to put it together, and I don't know why I was thinking it, two laser beams. It was probably because of your, uh, your uh, laser app. <laughs> but I was, this morning when I woke up, I was thinking that there's two laser beams when they come together, and then when it hits together, it makes one, and that one is more powerful than the two two individually. It's as if God and, and the people of God in Alaska are coming together and when it, when it hits, it's going to be something so powerful. 
It's so supernatural. And, and, and that's, that's what I see in my spirit. Amen. And, and, and nothing's going to stop that from coming together. Except, you know, God's moving. The only, the only way it's going to stop is if the people of God decides to stop. And I don't think that's going to happen. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Turn, with the, turn in your Bibles with me. And if you could stand as you, as you turn to this passage. Uh, 2 Samuel chapter 23. And we're going to read from verse 8. I believe this is the, the, the word of the Lord for, for, for you as a people of God in uh, um, King's Chapel, Wasilla. I believe, and you may have heard uh, messages out of this passage before, but I believe it is the word of the Lord that um, he, I didn't come prepared with a message um, prior to coming. Um, but uh, today, um, after our staff meeting, I, I, I hung out at the, at the computer and, and kind of put things together. Th- messages even that was uh, uh, previously um, preached, but I'm putting it together for tonight. Amen? And um, God is uh, awesome. Amen. amen. If you're there, say amen. And if you're not there yet, say, oh my. Okay, we'll wait a little bit for the oh my's. Praise Jesus. Oh, did I tell you the verse? Verse 8. Okay, there you go. That might, that might help the oh my's a little bit. Second uh, Samuel 23, verse 8. Oh, that was my fault. That's, that's, that's my oh my. Oh my. Okay, let's read together. These are the names of David's mighty men. Joshib, Bashabeth, a Tachmanite, was chief of the three. He raised his spear against 800 men who he killed in one encounter. Next to him was Eleazar, son of Dodai, the Ahohite, as one of the three mighty men. He was with David when they taunted the Philistines gathered at Pastamim for battle. Then the men of Israel retreated, but he stood his ground and struck down the Philistine till his hand grew tired and froze to the sword. The Lord brought about a great victory that day. The troops returned to Eleazar, but only to strip the dead. Next to him was Shammah, son of Agi, the Hararite. When the Philistines banded together at a place where there was a field full of lentils, Israel's troops fled from them. But Shammah took his stand in the middle of the field, he defended it and struck the Philistines down, and the Lord brought about a great victory. Everybody say hallelujah. hallelujah. During harvest time, three of the thirty chief men came down to David at the cave of Adullam, while a band of Philistines was encamped in the valley of Rephaim. At that time, David was in the stronghold, and the Philistine garrison was at Bethlehem. David longed for water and said, Oh, that someone would get me a drink of water from the well near the gate of Bethlehem. So the three mighty men broke through the Philistine lines, drew water from the well near the gate of Bethlehem, and carried it back to David. But he refused to drink it. Instead, he poured it out before the Lord. Far be it from me, O Lord, to do this, he said. Is it not the blood of men who went at the risk of their lives? And David would not drink it. Such were the exploits of the three mighty men. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word tonight, Lord. I thank you, God, that this word will be spoken here in Wasilla here in Alaska, Lord. And Father, we, we, we come and we just agree that this is an anointed time. This word uh, may have been read over and over again in the past, but tonight it is a rhema word for us. In the name of Jesus, I pray that our eyes would open to see, our ears would hear as our spirit would hear. 
I pray for an anointing that I would speak your words, O oh God, not with my, my, my own ability or my own understanding, but Lord, I pray for your Holy Spirit to come upon me. May I speak forth your words. May you even give me divine revelation as I preach tonight, God. And I pray that our ears would hear the word of the Lord, for faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of the Lord. And God, that you would impart upon us, Lord, that, 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 that which you desire us to grab a hold of tonight, in the name of Jesus, for this appointed time that you have already ordained from heaven to be here on earth, in Jesus' name. And I thank you, God. And everybody said, Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want to see what time it is. Hallelujah. I'm sorry, my eyes are blind. And, um, okay. All right. Thank you, Jesus. I'm not, I'm not um, limiting myself, but I want to be conscious. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, um, we all know King David. We all... We all know that he was one of the greatest kings of Israel. As a matter of fact, he completed what was promised to Moses, to Joshua, to the kings before him to, to occupy Canaan's land and to rid the inhabitants of Canaan's land. And, and David expanded even the kingdom even further and he, he defeated the enemies of Israel. And that made King David a great man. Not only was he a great man in battle, he was a great man. He was a man after God's own heart. He honored Saul, even when Saul was after his life. Saul wanted to kill David, but he said, I'll not touch one of God's anointed. And he spared Saul's life more than once. And also David was a worshiper. And David fought as the song, that, the dance that was danced. David fought Goliath when, when, the, when that Philistine giant was putting fear into the people of God. David stood up and he said, I'm going to come in the name of the Lord to defeat this giant. David was a great warrior, great man of God. He was anointed to be king by Samuel. And he was the youngest of all his brothers, but he stood out not because of anything about him physically, but it was because of the anointing of the Lord being upon him, God's sovereign choice for king. Amen? But when he did all of these exploits, he did not do this alone. Of course, we know he did it with God's help. He did it with God's anointing upon him. But we just read, there was, there was people that God had placed in David's life that caused him to be victorious. And there was the three mighty men among David's great uh, mighty men. There were three uh, specifically mentioned here. And if we would read in, um, I believe, First Chronicles 10, 11, it, it, it um, repeats itself regarding um, the three mighty men, but it, it, gives, it gives them a little bit more credit in regards to David's kingship. If you look at First Chronicles 11, verse 10, it says this, These were the chiefs, of David's mighty men, they together with all Israel gave his kingship strong support to extend it over the whole land as the Lord promised. And then they went on to list David's mighty men. You know, God has given a great vision to Dr. Morocco, our senior pastor, when, when all that Dr. Morocco thought he was going to do is to build a church on Maui. And, 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 and during the 80s when that church, and, and the early 90s when that church was... Uh, being blessed by God, it was the largest, it was the fastest growing church in all of America. And God spoke to him early um, in, in the 80s to start an extension on Molokai. The church that I pastor now is the first extension church out of the vision of King's Cathedral. 
And then after that, Lanai. And then after that, um, Kauai, I believe. But the first extension church outside of the state of Hawaii was Alaska. Was Casey Wasilla. And, and at that time, Dr. Morocco was not aware. Like, oh my goodness, I thought I was going to start a church on Maui. And God has just expanded that vision and territory, um, the, the, the territory grew. And then now, not only was there a church in Casey, uh, 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 in Wasilla, there's now one in uh, Antioch, California. Every island in the chain of the Hawaiian Islands. And, and down even in Arkansas, Fayetteville, Arkansas. Who would think that? And then in Tahiti. In French Polynesia, now in Japan, in the Philippines, now in the, in the great nation of Chile. And then from there, other uh, South American uh, nations, in Mexico. And God is, uh, in the, but at the end of this month, we'll be sending a pastor to Tonga. And not, not only that, as the, as the vision increases, right here in Alaska, God has given us Delta Junction. And out of this house, God has raised up a, a couple, Timothy and Heidi, how do you pronounce their name, Capo? Capo, Capo, Capo. And they're right now in, in Delta Junction. And, and now we have the work in Anchorage. And I know we're believing for Fairbanks. And I know we're believing for other cities and villages even. Right here in the state of Alaska. But it's going to take more than Pastor Daniel, Pastor Morocco, Reverend uh, Barry and, and, and all the staff and Micah. It's going to take mighty men and women of God that's going to grab a hold of the vision to see that it comes, comes to pass. And guess who they are right here in Alaska? It is you, all of you. You might say, oh, little old me? Yes, little old you, because, because little old you with God on your side is a great and mighty force against the kingdom of darkness. Amen? So we need to grab a hold of the fact that, that we are the mighty men and the mighty woman that God wants to use as Pastor Daniel would lead the work here, the, the success of David was from all of Israel and his mighty men. And God has given this vision, great mighty men and women. Come on now, you got to believe this. It has to be inside of you. You're not attending church. No, no, no. You're, you are the church, number one. And you're, 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 you're connected to a vision far greater than, than yourselves. And I don't even fully comprehend the, the magnitude of this vision because it's ever-growing, ever-increasing. And, and, and the 12-12-12 is, is uh, for by the year 2010. Well, we're almost done with 2010. What's going to happen after that? My goodness. I'm, not, I'm either a, a fearful or excited. I don't know, but it's, it's beyond me. Amen? It's beyond us. But God is raising up a mighty people. Amen? And from this very extension, from this very uh, uh, work right here, God is raising up leaders. You know, God is raising up people right here that's going to affect the government in this great state. God is raising up, uh, you know, as God has raised up a, a, a Sarah Palin you know, from Wasilla, Alaska to be who she is. God is raising up great men and women right here. Right here. I might be looking at some of them, some of you right now, that's going to affect the government, that's going to affect uh, finances, that's going to affect uh, um, uh, 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 just the whole, the whole, the whole community. Amen. And then I've, I've been talking, I've been listening to the how we, we, how we've got Hatcher's Pass property, and what God is gonna, what God is gonna do there, and God, what, who, and what God is gonna do that's gonna come out of that place. It's mind-boggling, amen. But let's take a look at the three 
the three mighty men. And then from the three mighty men, we're going to grab a hold of some things. That's going to encourage you and it's going to encourage me to be a part of a work that's greater than ourselves. Amen? First of all, we've got to understand that the, the, Israel had enemies. And I talked about one of the, the enemies, the Amalekites, on Sunday morning. Now, now the Philistines. Philistines are, are, are just as bad. They're a constant problem for the Israelites as well. As a matter of fact, David uh, fought Goliath. Goliath was a Philistine. As a matter of fact, when David first became king, when the announcement was that David was anointed king, the, a group of people rose up, formed an army to go after David, and it was the Philistines. And here again, the Philistines, they, 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 they uh, captured the Ark of the Covenant. They, they, were con- they were a constant enemy to the people of God. Listen, we have a constant enemy that, that comes to steal, kill, and destroy what God wants to do through us here in Alaska. Amen? So we're no different. We have a constant enemy. As a matter of fact, the last time I, I read in the, in the Bible, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, uh, Minister Barry, but I, there's nothing in the Bible that says that Satan rests. I don't... Don't take a break, you know. I mean, and, and if he does, he has all these minions that'll, that'll do his works. That, that's, and I, he doesn't have a side job. You know, he doesn't come to steal, kill, and destroy and sell cookies on the side. That's all he does. So if you're under attack, listen to me. It's time to rise up like a warrior because you're a great, mighty man and woman of God that God has chosen for a great work right here in Alaska. In Alaska. Amen? So here's the three mighty men. Joshua, what did he do? Well, he killed 800 with only a sword or a spear. It was hand-to-hand combat against 800, 800 to 1, and the one won because he was a warrior sent, sent forth by God. And, 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 you, and, and he said, yes, Lord, I'm going to do what you called me to do. I'm going to fight with the weapons you gave me. It seems like a spear is not enough, but no matter what you have in your hand, if you've got God in your life, you've got it all. Amen? And so sometimes you might feel like, well, you know what? We're outnumbered. There's more of them than there is of us. That's okay. Amen? You stand up like a Joshua and you fight the good fight of faith. Amen? With whatever you got. And you might say, oh, all I got is this. Well, if that's, if that's all you got, God's going to give you the rest. And Joshua wasn't scared. He won against 800. One guy against 800. Eleazar was so committed to the battle that during the battle his... His sword was frozen to his hand. And I don't think it's the kind of frozen that we're talking about when that's going to come in a couple of weeks or so. It's talking about, a diff- it's, it's, it's talking about his hand was clenched to the sword so tight that they had to pry it. You know, you'd have, it's so frozen. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You probably have had instances in your life when you had to hold on to something so strong that that you thought you wouldn't let go. It would, be, it would be frozen. Your hand would be so frozen to whatever that was. Well, that's an example of, of, of Eleazar who fought so hard his hand froze to the sword. And then there's Shama. Shama, the meaning of Shama is there. He's there. Jehovah Shama, the Lord is there. So one thing good about Shama, Shama was there, man. He was there. He never ran away. He went there. What did Shama do? Shama defended a field of lentils against an army of Philistines, and he stayed there, listen to this, he stayed there when nobody else was there, when everybody else ran away, guess what Shama did? He stayed there. And he defended the field of lentils. What's, what's lent- 
Let us beans, right? He defended beans. But it was important to defend the harvest that was there. And, and, um, and he did so. Amen? And then we see the three again where, where, where David was thirsty for water and then the three risked their lives to go get water for their king. Amen? And he wasn't going to drink it, but he said, Wow, listen, these guys risked their lives to get me water. I'm not worthy to drink it. And he poured it down as, as a worship to, to the one who did deserve it. To God. Amen? What, what, does, what does all this have to do with us, Pastor? It has a whole lot to do with us. Because as I said, nothing in the Bible is written just for our enjoyment. Nothing in the Bible is written ju- is just for our knowledge. Everything in the Bible, if, if it, even if it sounds so way out there, oh, I'll never be a David, I'll never be an Eleazar, I'll never be a Paul. Well, that might be true, but there's something that is in, that, in, in the Scriptures that, that we all can glean from. We must glean from it in order to live the life that God has called us to live. Amen? You would not fix a Ford truck with a Mitsubishi... Uh, Manual. Never do that. Well, there's so many books out there that tells us what's the best way to live. Some of us might be reading some of those books, but let me tell you something. There's only one manual from the maker that knows everything about us. And if you want to know what your purpose here in life is, this is the one right here. Amen? So everything, even this story with the three mighty men, has something to do with us. It's not about them. It's about God's plan for you and for me right here in Wasilla. And for me, my wife, in, in Molokai. Or wherever God's going to send you. Woo! Glory! Give me, can you give me that globe? Uh, can you give me that globe? This is prophetic, that's why. I was, I was given this. I prophesy out of, the, out, of, out of this church, those that will be sent, I, I keep telling uh, Minister Barry, um, catapult, right? That was like the word. Uh, catapult, catapult, catapult. Out of this church, God is going to catapult people to the nations. And, 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 um, and God is... And, and, and right there, look at that. Okay? To the nations. Why are you here? Yeah, for Wasilla, but you know what? For the nations. Please, please take that seriously. God is going to send you. You belong to the right vision for that because we don't, we're believing for, for the nations. We're believing for the nations. So, okay, number one, I've got, I think I've got five or six things. I don't know, maybe, well, we'll see. Number one, we must not be intimidated by what we see out there. That, that was part of my Sunday message. We've got to disengage our thinking and our, our reasoning with, and, and begin to engage with what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Amen? Because it didn't matter what the odds were, how much of Joshua was outnumbered by, he still fought. Sometimes the decision for us, whether we're going to commit ourselves to a work, commit ourselves to a vision, is dependent upon what we see. Hmm, is the vision, is that something I can do or is it something that is possible? And then we limit ourselves, amen? 800 to 1, my goodness, who's going who's to want to fight that battle? Joshua did. Because he knew that, that with, if you're one person and, and you say, yes, Lord, you already got the victory, Amen? You know what the greatest, what are the, the, the greatest two words you can ever say is, yes, Lord. John. John is going to say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. If you're going to choose two words to say, yes, Lord. 
and, and Joshua said, yes, Lord, and he fought 800 people. He wasn't intimidated. Sometimes we get intimidated. That's the enemy to steal, kill, and destroy. And we're going to say, we're going to be like Joshua. We're going to be like one of the fighting men. And we're going we're gonna to say, uh-oh, you know what? We're going to do it. Joyce Meyer said one time, if you're going to do something and you're scared, how many of you guys know this one? Just do it scared. Just do it scared. Why are you going to wait till you're not scared? Is there anything that is worth doing that is not fearful? It is, is there anything great that God... You know, shoes, I, I played baseball. You know, getting up to the battle's box is scary. Oh! We just got to do it. In Luke 17, talks about the 10, ten uh, lepers. And Jesus, and they said, Oh, Jesus, uh, have mercy on us. And, and, and you know what Jesus did? He said to the lepers, Go show yourselves to the priests. Because, you know, in, if you read in the book of Leviticus, when, when a leper is healed, he has to show himself to the priest first. And then the priest would um, deem that, that a leper, go through some ceremonial things and deem that leper uh, healed before that leper can go back into the fold of the public. So Jesus said to the ten lepers, go show yourself healed. You can find this in Luke 14, I believe. And, and, and the Bible says that while they were not healed yet, the Bible says that while they went to see the priests, they were healed. Now, when Jesus said, go show yourself to the priests, they were still lepers. Now, they could have said, man, Jesus, I ain't going to show myself to the priest because I'm still a leper. I'm still missing an ear. I'm, I'm, st- I'm, st- I'm, still, I'm still diseased. Look at me. But if they, if they settled on that, they would not have been healed because the Bible says as they went, they were healed. Were they afraid to show the, the priests their bodies? They probably were because they're going to show the priest, look, hey, the, Jesus said to come show you. I'm still, I'm still a leper. But as they went, they were healed. Church of Wasilla, as we go, not being intimidated by the enemy. God is going to give us a harvest. And on there's going to be a pumpkin patch carnival that seems like we're behind the eight ball on this because it's just around the corner. But let me tell you, do not be intimidated because there's something that's going to happen. When you say, yes, Lord, I'm going to show up. And, and it might seem like, oh, my goodness, when is it? October? What month is this? October? Do not be intimidated. Amen. The next thing that, 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 that we can learn from is, is Eleazar fought, fought when everyone else left. Can we go back there? How many of you guys ever experienced that? Next thing was Eleazar, verse 9, son of Dodai. Um, he says, then um, he was fighting and then it says, then the men of Israel retreated. Verse 10, but he stood his ground and struck down the Philistines. Now, some people left. How many of you guys know that? There's some people that serve God that are not serving God today. There's some people that stood next to you. They're not standing next to you today. There's, not, there's some people that said, oh, I'll, I'll help you, and they didn't show up. There's some people that says, oh, I'm committed, and then they're, they're not there. Let me tell you, Church of Wasilla, no matter who's with you, who shows up, you stand your ground and you fight the good fight of faith. Amen? Amen. Do not be discouraged. Do not be intimidated. And do not give up. Do not, do not let who's behind you determine whether you're going to go or not. I used to be like that. I used to be like that. Oh, come on, let's go take it. 
Who's going to come with me? Nobody? Okay, maybe let's do something else. Eleazar stood when everybody retreated. And that's okay because look what happened when Eleazar, what happened was that the Lord brought about a great victory that day. The troops returned to Eleazar, but to strip the dead. Listen, if you stand your ground, Church of Osceola, anybody who left, anybody who served the Lord, and they're not serving God now, but if you stand your ground, if you remain diligent in the work that God has given you, you're going to see a return of the people of God that's going to come next to you. And God is going to raise up an army. Because God needs an army for Wasilla. God needs an army. It is as if the dry bones are coming together in the valley. We need to, we need to, number three, clench. We need to grab a hold of what God's given us. Eleazar's hand froze to the sword. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, and the sword is a depiction of, of, of our weapon, but we fight not against flesh and blood, so our, our weapons are not carnal, they're spiritual. Ephesians 6 says, we battle against principalities, so put on the whole armor of God and stand. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit. The sword of the Spirit is, is both two things, it's the Word and it's the, it's the Spirit of God in prayer. We've got to grab a hold, and then um, Minister Barrett just said, you know, early morning prayer is awesome. We've got to grab a hold of what, what God is allowing us to have. Oh my goodness. I, you know, I look at the bulletins and I, I, you know, we go to staff meetings and God has given you guys some great, great word. Great speakers coming through here. Amen. You grab a hold of it. Don't forget what, 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 the, what the people of God that was sent here imparts to you. Grab a hold of it. The prayer, the times of prayer, the, 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 the study of the word, the life groups and all of, all of that. We've got to grab a hold of what God's given us, our sword. Hold on to your sword, Church of Wasilla. God is raising up a group of people that is going to take this place, I tell you. Number four, there's, a, there's, a, there's another person. What's his name? Shama. And, and, and the, what, what his deal was he ran to the field of lentils. Now, it's, it's kind of different from another guy that, that, that went to, uh, to the wheat. Uh, was, his name was Gideon. He was, he was like, actually, when, when he went to his field, he was, it, was, uh, it was the wheat that was stored, and he was trying to hide it from the... Uh, Midianites. Midianites is another enemy of, of... These guys were so bad to the Israelites that whenever the Israelites... This is in Judges chapter 6 somewhere. When the Israelites planted their crops, the, 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 the Midianites waited you know, for a while. They cruised. Then, hey, you know, we just hang out. We'll watch the crops go. But when it's, so it's time for harvest, they came and invaded their harvest. It was so bad that, that the Israelites built uh, like summer homes. How many of you guys like summer homes? It's good to have two homes, you know, winter home, summer home. But the, the, the Israelites' summer home was when, oh, it's harvest time. The, the Midianites are coming to raid us. Let's go to our summer home. And they went up to the hill and hid out while, while they were ravaged. They were so used to being picked on. They were so used to being robbed. They were so used to losing that they built houses on the hillside Knowing that the Midianites are going to come, so they said, okay, you know, we can't fight these guys. Let's get out of the way. Let them do their thing, and we'll take the scraps. Shama thought differently. Shama looked at the harvest, and you know what he said? He says, no, no, no. No, no. Philistines, not this one. This is a horse. And if you're going to take this, 
You're going to have to pass me. You're going to have to get through me and my God before you get this harvest. In John chapter 4 says, don't say four months till the harvest. Jesus said, open your eyes. Look, the fields are already ripe with harvest. Pray to the Lord of the harvest that he will send out laborers. You and I. And sometimes we allow, by not being like a shama, we allow the enemy to rip off our harvest. And God's gift said, God said, I'm giving you the harvest. Go out and go get it. And when we don't get it, when we're, we're too tired to get it, when we think it's too impossible to get, when we think it's too hard to go get, we're allowing the Philistines of our, of our day, which is the enemy, to steal our harvest. Church of Wasilla, it's time to say no more of that. I'm going to defend the harvest that God is giving me. And what's the harvest? The harvest is all the souls in this place that God has given us. When we have our pumpkin patch carnival, that is a field. That is a field of people that God is saying, I want you to go get that harvest. And in the meantime, remember 24-7, our, en- our enemy doesn't sleep. In the meantime, the, the enemy is saying, but yeah, okay, they're going to have it. Okay, I can't stop that. But I can certainly stop some of the shamas from going to that field. Because they might get some of their harvest, but I'm going to go after some of the other ones that, that, that can get away. But if we as shamas says, no, 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 I'm going to be part of that. I'm going to give to that, to that work because I'm going to stand in that field of harvest. And devil, you are not going to get the harvest. Everybody say, devil, you are not going to get the harvest in Wasilla. You're not going to get the harvest in Alaska. Amen. Hallelujah. So we've we got to look at, at, at the, the, the fields are already ripe with the harvest. And what are we doing? Are, 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 we, are we running away from the harvest or are we running to the harvest? That's why we sow seed, because we believe in the harvest. That's why we're doing the pumpkin patch carnival. There's a lentil field that God is giving us. The issue is not whether we have a harvest. The issue is who gets the harvest. And, 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 and church, we've got to get the harvest. Amen? Amen? We make that decision. We make that, we make that choice. We can look at the logistics. We can... We can and, and think the task is too big. We can think the cost is, is too high. We can think the time is too great. We can think the sacrifice is too large. We can think the pressure is too big. We can look at all these issues to determine whether it's worth it or not. But listen, God is giving us a harvest. Amen? You know, sometimes we don't know our commitment as mighty men and women unless the pressure comes. Remember Peter? He said to Jesus, You know, Jesus, man, if you go to prison, I'm going too, man. As a matter of fact, I'll die. I'll die for you, Jesus. You can count, Jesus, you can count on me, Jesus. I'm your man. I'm your man. Jesus knew better. And when the pressure was on, Peter denied Jesus three times. But the great thing about that is Jesus went back to Peter, restored him. Peter became one of the greatest apostles of all time. But our commitment will not be tested. Our, 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 our strength as mighty men and women will not be tested unless there's pressure. And we make that choice. Amen? Amen. Number five, the last one, is this. When the, when the mighty men gave David the cup of water, you know, they were just doing their thing. They were just, they wasn't doing, oh, let's do something special. No, this was, this was instant. This was automatic. This was automatic. These three mighty men, oh, David needs water. Poof, let's go risk our lives to go get water for our king. 
Then I start to think, my goodness, home, okay, we fought for him, we did this for him, but water? Should, uh, nah, I don't think so. No, it was automatic. No second thought, no guessing, no, no, nothing. They went, and, and when David got it, he says, oh my goodness. Uh, you know what, here, I'm gonna, this is for God, guys. You guys did this for God. Mighty men and women of God in Wasilla, I know you've labored, sacrificed, and there's going to be times of greater labor, greater sacrifice. But whether you're, you're recognized or not, everything you do, everything you give, every prayer you pray, every support you, su- everything that you support, listen, God sees it. If Pastor Daniel uh, may not have seen it, but let me tell you what, we, none of us will see everything that all of us do. There's so many behind-the-scenes things that's, that happens here in a work like this. But listen, God sees it. It is a worship. You're committing to be a mighty man of woman of God is a worship unto the Lord. And every time that you lay your life for the cause of the gospel, every time that you lay your life for the harvest, every time you fight so hard and, you, and, and, and sometimes it's so hard and so long that your hands freeze to the sword, every time you, you, you pass through every obstacle of intimidation, Every time you feel like you're alone in the battle and you're one against 800, listen, everything that you do for God, even at those very moments when you feel alone, God sees it as a worship. Amen. Hallelujah. You are the great mighty men and women of God. Michael, would you come to the front? So all I'm saying here at Church of Basil, it's my last service here. I'm following you guys. Barry, I'm following you. I'm going to ask Pastor Daniel, how's they doing? How's they doing? How's this? How's the pumpkin pie? Because I, I don't have to because I got my own things going on. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. But listen, listen. I'm with you. When we were flying from Molokai to Honolulu to catch Alaskan Airlines from, from Honolulu to here, the pilot of the plane says, oh, you're going to enjoy the flight. The water's nice. And I saw the first whale of the season. Oh wow, did you say that, honey? I saw the first whale. The first whale came. It's, it's starting. Whale season in Hawaii is starting. You know where that whale came from? Right here. I'm going to follow what God does in Alaska because what God does in Alaska is going to touch my heart in Molokai. Just as the whales from Alaska come to Molokai to, to give birth, I believe they give birth and feed their young in warmer waters. Do it. You're just not coming to a church to be fed. You're not, you know, and, and, and you're not coming to a church as much as I love this. You're not coming to the church to feel the glory of God in worship. And my goodness, this place is the place to be when that happens. But all of that is for the harvest. All of what God does inside of you, every time He touches you, every time you get revelation in the Word, every time you feel like praise for the harvest, and God is going to give it to you because there's going to be a group of people that's going to say, I'm going to be that warrior that they danced about. I'm going to be that person that's not going to, not going to give up, not going to shut up, I'm not going to put up, I'm just going to do what God tells me to do. I'm no longer going to be kicked around by the devil. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to face that bully like David faced Goliath, and I'm, and I'm going to say, I already won. If you come against me, you come against my God. And I'm going to protect my harvest. I'm going to protect the field. Oh, it might be beans to another person. It might be just a whole bunch of beans to that person and that person. But to me, 
That's the harvest that Jesus Christ of Nazareth died on the cross for. And he chose you and he chose me. You were handpicked by God to do great and mighty works. And, and we need to look at it that way. We're not defeated. Oh, but pastor, you don't know my life. I'm going through this, I'm going through that. That's fine. That's good. But still do it. Amen? Still serve and still, still, still pray and still give and still commit yourself to the work. Still commit yourself to pumpkin patch and everything else. This, still commit yourself to all that, that is being given here. Grab a hold. Hold on tight. Don't let, don't let the, 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 the logistics uh, intimidate you. Amen. I see it in your eyes, guys and gals. I see a fire in your eyes, a fire of determination. Because it's we're right. Oh, Jesus. Whoa. Whoa. Hallelujah. Do I have anything else? Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Probably not. If you're an observer, if you're not part of anything in this church, move from being an observer to a participator. Do that right now. Do it. Do it tonight. Actually, go tell Barry, Barry, uh, Minister Barry, I don't know what to do in a pumpkin patch, but I want to do something. I'll count kids for you. I'll stand in the background and I'll lift up my hands and I'm going to pray over every child. Because I want to be a mighty man and a mighty woman of God. Then as Pastor Daniel leads us as our spiritual leader, as Dr. Morocco leads us as our spiritual leader, their success of the vision depends on what I do in the vision and their success is my success and their success is really your success God can we do that can you can we move one step up to be part of an army of those that, that, that are willing to do it amen ushers you're not just ushers let me tell you yeah, yeah he sees how good you guys are I just say ushers you know what they do That's good. That's good. I'm a product of an usher. When I was backsliding, I was I was I was I was back serving the devil. I was giving God one more last chance. Funny, yeah? I gave him, giving God one last chance. I told my wife, my wife and I were, were backsliding. We weren't even married. We we're just living together. We gotta go back to church. Yeah, I feel convicted. Yeah, we go back to church. And I said, Yeah, but you know what? Like, I'll go to church and, and nobody tell me hi and whatever. You know what? And when I went, there was one usher. Only, well, only one person told me hi, actually. It was that usher. And then the next time I came, a few more people said hi. But that usher greeted me again, like 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 I was the, I was I was a superstar. It's like the church wouldn't happen if I didn't come. Something like that. that's how I felt anyway. And if I and I don't remember his name. It's been twenty something years. In, in, in Bainbridge Island, Washington. And if I could tell him, I would tell him, I would tell him, thank you. I'm a pastor now. Because you did your job. Every single one of us, you got a job to do. And you're a great mighty man and woman when you do it. You're a great, great mighty man and woman of God when you say, I'm not going to let the hard work deter me. I'm not going to let let, let um, un, unrecognition or un, being unrecognized deter me. I'm not going to let the logistics deter me. I'm just going to grab a hold of my sword and I'm going to fight whatever that sword is. Amen. Can we all stand? How do you want to be used by God more?
I don't know if you know this song. I asked Michael to sing this song. We're going to sing this song. Amen. Hallelujah. Just maybe sing the chorus part. That might be easier, but hallelujah. Make this your prayer. Because from this moment forward, I believe you've just stepped on the next rung on the ladder of serving God. Your, your feet is already on the next rung. You're going to be pushing up now. Okay? All right? All right? Every single one of you, are, you're crucial to the vision. You're crucial. You're crucial. You're very, very important. I want to be used by you. Oh, sing this part. Sing this part to him. I want to be used by you. That's right. So don't look me over. So don't look me over. I'm waiting for you broken. I want to be used by you. Yes, Lord. Sing, I want to be used by you. I want to be used by you. I want to be used by you. So don't look me over. I'm waiting for you broken. So don't look me over. I'm waiting for you broken. I want to be used by you. Hallelujah. I want to be used by you. Come on, say it. Something happens when you're going to say I want to be used by you. God is listening to so you when you say this. Over. Don't look me over. So don't, don't look me over. I'm waiting for you broken. I want to be used by you. Yes, Lord. I want to be used by Hallelujah. you. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Right here, right here. I want to be used by you. Look upon your people, Lord God. Use them, God. Use them. So don't look me over. I'm waiting for you broken. I want to be used by you. Oh, sing it again, yes. I want to be used by Hallelujah. you. Hallelujah. 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 I want to be used by you. Lord God, erase every limitation, erase every boundary. So don't look me over. I'm waiting for you broken. I want to be used by you. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. I want to be used by you. There's a lady in Phuket, Thailand. She sells ice cream. What was the pastor's name? Then? Brian Burton. He was a pastor. He told me this. He's a pastor in Assemblies of God pastor in Phuket, Thailand. He came to Molokai. He was telling me the story. How many have heard of Ed Sovoso? He came with Ed Sovoso. So it's it's not he's not a he's not a weirdo telling me any kind of lies. You said there's an ice cream lady that got saved in their church. And she said, Pastor, I just want to do something for God. I, I just, I, and he said, well, you know, just sell your ice cream and pray for people. I said, okay, great. She did that. People got saved. People come to the church. And then she said, you know, did anybody ever pray for our prime minister? Is it the prime minister? The mayor. The 
mayor of Phuket, Thailand. And he goes, whoa, whoa, that's a big one. The pastor said, whoa, why don't you go pray? Ice cream lady, whatever her name was, is. And she prayed for the mayor. And then he came to church. She served him ice cream or something like that. And then she began to believe for the prime minister. And then she said, well, I'm going to go to the prime minister. But she had to go far away to the prime minister. And this ice cream lady sat in his lobby for 10 hours because she didn't have an appointment. She told the person, well, I got to see the prime minister for one. I just want to pray for him. We'll say, well, you got to wait because there's other people with more important business for the prime minister. So they waited. She waited 10 hours and the guy came out. The prime minister came out and said, oh, who's this lady? Oh, she's, I forgot to tell you. She wanted to see you. Oh, I got home right now. That's what he said. But okay, I'll make time. And he said, what do you want? Because everybody that comes to the prime minister wants something. She said, I don't want nothing. I just want to pray for you. And she prayed for him. Long story short, because I don't know the other details. Long story short, the prime minister came to her church. And he's still in that church. Is that right, Ms. Lani? Because she said, God, I want to be used by you. And I don't care what the logistics are. I'm selling ice cream. But I'm also delivering the greatest message of the entire universe. And you picked me to be in your kingdom. So God, can I do that? God said, yes. And she goes, okay, yes, Lord. Amen. Father, I just picture right here over Casey Wasilla that from this day forward there's going to be a surge. I just pray right now for a surge of your anointing upon your people that every hindrance, everything that used to be an obstacle is no longer an obstacle. Right now I declare over them and I decree over them that they are great and mighty men and women of God that will not be intimidated by the logistics. The numbers will not intimidate them anymore because your number, God, is infinity. Your number, Lord, is innumerable. You are countless. The thoughts that you have for us cannot be counted. So, God, we're in the majority. Lord God, I'm going to pray that this group of mighty men and women would hold on to what is given them, whatever weapons you've given them. The Holy Ghost, prayer, the Word, the ministry, the life groups, the pumpkin, the outreaches, that we would not just let it live it loosely. We'll grab a hold of it. And we'll, that's going to be the weapon of the warfare. And I'm going to hold on tight to it. I'm going to be in every service that I could be in, every prayer time that I could be in. I declare that over this people. And I declare that we will not be, our, our involvement will not be determined by how many people are involved with us. God, I declare right now, even if we're the only one doing something, we'll do it. And then others will join. Give us that tenacity in the name of Jesus. And I declare right now for us to be shamas that will not run away from the harvest. That this pumpkin patch carnival that's coming up, we will run to that harvest field wherever it's going to be held. And we're going to stand our ground. And we're going to defend the harvest. And we're going to reap that harvest in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare it right now, God. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. And if we could all at this time bow our heads. I want to just say this right now. That's what we do. When we enter the kingdom of God, we become warriors. But we have to enter the kingdom of God first. There might be somebody here tonight that you might want to say, if it's you, if it applies to you, 
Pastor, I, I don't know if I'm in the kingdom or not. I'm not sure if I'm in or not, but I want in. Pastor, would you pray for me? And if you're one that would say that if I would die tonight, I don't know if I'm going to be in heaven. Let me tell you what God made a way. He said that He is the way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. That you will go in, into the kingdom of God. Be with the Father through Him. And if you say, well, Pastor, that's what I want. I want my sins forgiven. I want to be washed clean. I want Jesus to be my Lord. Pastor, would you pray for me? Because I want to join this army. I want to join this great army of God. With every eyes closed and every head bowed and everyone praying. You'll be a sanctuary right where you are. Between you and the Lord. If that's you, my goodness. Let me tell you what. Uncle Sam may need us for the military, but God wants you so much that He gave His Son Jesus to die on the cross. If that's you, when I count to three, say, Pastor, would you pray for me? Just lift up your hands quickly and put it down. One, two, three. Just lift it up and put it down. If you want Jesus as Lord of your life tonight, lift it up and put it down. If you say, Pastor, you know what? I did give my heart to the Lord, but you know I've been away from Him. I'm, I'm like you when, when that usher said hello to you and you came back into the kingdom. I'm like that. I'm away, but I want to come home now. Would you pray for me? Now, if that's you, lift up your hands right now and put it down quickly. I'll pray with you. I see that hand. God bless you. Anybody else? Anybody else? Do not be afraid. Do not leave here not being part of the committed army of God. Anybody else? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask if you lifted up your hands or, or this. If you didn't lift up your hands for some reason or another, but you feel in your heart that you want to, I, I need you to come right now. I need you to come right now. Would you come right, come right here? If you lift up your hands, come. Come with me. Come, I'll pray with you. Anybody else? Come stand next to Minister Lonnie. Anybody else? Okay, amen. You know what? This is awesome. Minister Lonnie, would you hold her hand? Would you come? Help. Let's pray. Everybody say this prayer. Everybody in this place, say, Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus, I come to you just as I am. I need you as a Savior. And you died on the cross and rose from the grave so that my sins can be forgiven. Come into my life. Make me brand new. I recommit my heart to you. I dedicate my life to your kingdom from this day forward. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Minister Barry, would you come? Hallelujah. Give the Lord a big clap offering right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Would you join hands across the aisle with one another? And let's just uh, be dismissed in this way. Oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you, Father God. Your word declares that there are strength in numbers that are three-chord. Three-chord strength cannot be broken easily, Lord God. And, Father, this is a mighty army. We are your army, Lord God. We are the army that is advancing the kingdom, and I pray for your people tonight, Lord Jesus. I just pray blessing upon them. Lord, I pray courage. Lord, I pray strength, anointing, and fill them, Lord. Fill us, Lord God. Fill us, Lord Jesus, with your Spirit. Holy Spirit, just come and fill us to overflowing that we can stand strong. And Lord, we can set our face toward the enemy and we can say, no more, no more, no more. This harvest belongs to the Lord and we will see it. We will see it be a harvest of souls for the kingdom. So, Lord God, be with your people tonight as they go. Lord, bless your people. 
Make your face to shine upon them, Lord God, and give them peace in your precious name. Amen. God bless you. Take me by the hand and show me what your plan is. I want to be a part of your design. You got me by the heart and show me what's the future. I want to leave a mark in history. I want to be used by you. I want to be used by you.